Fawn, how do you wash your drag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends on what we're talking about washing my drag. Like, most of my heavily stoned garments don't get worn enough to, like, really be washed. But when I do wash them, it's, like, on very gentle, mm. like, delicate. Yeah, excessively gentle. Yeah. You see uh, that little spray bottle behind you that says Febreze on it? Oh, yeah. Febreze is my best friend. That's how I wash mine. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. Mama always said, last like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Fawn. I am your so-called family-friendly performer, Flapjack. Fawn. Oh, my God. What a week we've had. Yes. We've gotten canceled online by conservatives. To be fair, it was... You and Idol that got canceled. <laughs> I was perfectly fine. You're right. I guess a vagina teeth and um, giant tatas are just a little too far uh, to them. No, uh, yeah. If I you don't, say it's not far enough. I, you know what? I agree. I agree. I'm going to open up the only flaps next. Um, no, that was yeah. That was kind of annoying. I mean, I guess we're just jumping right into it, huh? The <laughs> this week, like the that article has really been on my mind. That was put out by 1819 News about. Uh, our show that we got up extra early to record this morning before we go over to our family friendly drag show at BFT. So I'm yes. ex- excited for that. Um, I've got some new numbers in store that are totally family friendly. I'm completely covered up the whole time. Um, and I don't know with this whole thing. Oh wait, we were supposed to cover up for this show. Uh, I hope your deer tail ain't out. I mean, <laughs> um, the kids might see a little tail. They might see a little tail. As long as there ain't no T and A. Yeah. I, I don't know. But that article was like super frustrating to me. And I know we were talked about in the in a Montgomery radio show. Um, but it's just, I just have to keep reminding myself we're making the right people angry. We're celebrities. We are. This is, this is part of it. This is what comes with being a celebrity. How has your week been, Vaughn? It has been long, hard, kind of like my dick. Oh my God. Um, I thought this was a family friendly show. <laughs> I mean, the show today will be this podcast is not. It's not. That's why it's marked as explicit. Um, I made a new outfit for the family friend, not for family friendly show, for the roast. And that took a lot of Oh time. yeah. That I, looked really cool though. It was all environmentally friendly because it was all res- it was all like scrap fabric. So mm-hmm. I was like, instead of throwing this away, let's try to make an outfit. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I liked how it was all different fabrics. It looked really cool. Yeah. Although that's not very Christian of you having uh, mixed fabrics. Well, Mary Rusk is going to get on your case. Oh, well. I'm <laughs> sure she wears some mixed fabrics herself. Oh, no. I mean, Mary Rusk is America's best Christian. Yeah. She <laughs> says that women shouldn't go to college. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm not going to let this turn into a Mary Rusk hate <laughs> podcast, but I would love for that to easily fall into it. Um, I, I wanted to follow up on something from the previous episode that I said. Uh, if you listened to our 
um, how to produce a drag show episode. I we were talking about themed drag shows, and then someone brought up a show called Twat Luck, which was a food themed DIY drag show that we had. And I kind of jumped straight into my soapbox of how I don't like food and shows. And I'm I I forgot to go back and say that Twat Luck actually accounted for that. And so I just wanted to like preemptively give some clarification. Like I was really proud of them for that show. They like talked with the entertainers about cleanup and mess and responsible use of food. And they even went so far as to have a food drive, um, that I believe supported. Well, I don't want to say who, but it went to a food bank yes. that was local. I can't remember exactly who it was, but, um, so yes, I just wanted to put that out there. I was not trying to attack the twat luck show. I think Trap was trying to attack the twat luck and twat personally. I sure so was. If y'all two would like to duke it out, <laughs> I would be more than happy to ref. <laughs> Speaking of duking it out, I had Duke. To- Duke? <laughs> Who is Duke? I only know of Dale. Um, the roast in peace angel face. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Huge success. Oh yeah. Like, we've got to do more roasts. Yes. I think. I already had people, like, afterwards be like, so when are y'all doing another one? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We got we to gotta pull it together. Um, did you have a favorite roast? Like, a favorite joke that was said? Um, I had... So, you and Bonnie had my favorite sets of the night. Whoever mm. my favorite roasts I had two, <laughs> two favorite jokes. And they were both from Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> one of them was that you're... The most second, second most famous drag queen. Oh, in Birmingham. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that one. I did not expect that. I, I fucking died. That was that was truly hilarious. Um, that one in the nosebleed one. The whole nosebleed. The nosebleed thing was very very funny. Cackling. Um, I am trying to remember. I feel like Lunacy had one that like really like when I was listening back, it made me. Was it Laugh the podcast so one? Yes, it was the one about better help. Yeah, that one. Was oh great my too. god! Okay, and everyone, if you want to listen to the audio from Roast and Peace Angel Face, if you weren't able able to make it, or if you just want to relive the experience, uh, we will be releasing that as a podcast episode on Thursday. So. And you can still tip your entertainers if you listen yes! to it and like it. You can find our cash apps and Venmos and send us money. Great point. It was a lot of work. It was. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, and it, you know, if somebody exceptionally bombed, send them more money with a note that says, <laughs> do better. Here's, yeah. here's to hiring a writer next time. Exactly. Exactly. Send them, send them the 50 bucks or whatever it takes to uh, book someone to write their jokes for them. Um, yeah. I mean, Rose, I've been on a high ever since Rose and Peace Angel Face. Like, what, the, what were you high on? Poppers. Uh, we should have had weed. poppers backstage. We should show. have. Uh, I appreciated that you brought Fireball, but every time you bring it, it makes me. It makes my stomach like do a backflip. It just takes me back to college. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I remember blacking out in the Look, streets of Montevallo, Alabama. Too, so. <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask: How did you? Um, did y'all do anything uh, special for Mark's birthday? We did the birthday party, and that was about it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mark was like, "Now that I've had my party to celebrate my thirtieth, I'm pleased." Good. Mark was really easy go with the flow. I gave Mark the last of their presents that day before I went to BFT. Nice. It was um, it was very nice to see them on at their party and on um, their actual birthday. And it was also Amanda's <laughs> birthday that day as well. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That was really crazy. Like, because uh, we also had booked someone 
who it was their birthday and they couldn't actually make it to the show. Um, but they still got roasted anyway. Right. Um, no, one I actually safe. had gotten Mark, um, a Jada essence hall shirt. And Is that the, the one they were wearing? Yeah. It was so cute. Yeah. It was the only one that was in stock. Cause I wanted to get them the pig nose one. Oh, but that w- one was out of stock. It took a month for that over a month for that shirt to get here. Why is that? I, I actually I think that I ended up contacting them, oh. and as soon as I contacted them, it shipped. Who was it from? Drag Queen merch. It was just from Jada's website. Oh. Um, I the email for support came back from Voss Events. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm so glad I they guess responded. Voss handles her merch. Yeah, my um. My merch is handled by Stream Elements, and I genuinely have no idea who makes it. I literally just found the designs, slapped them on a website or on a t-shirt. I just know that my sizes like small through, I think, large, maybe extra large, run a little small. Um, But like 2X and up are like exactly what you would expect. So if you're an extra large out there, sorry. Maybe you need to go with who I have for my merch. Who? Nobody. Oh. (laughs) Well, um, why don't we do some plugs so that you can afford some merch, huh? Um, So coming up on Saturday, May 27th at 7 p.m., we have the DIY drag show, Flapping and Fawning Takeover. Yes. And that's a big day for both of us, right? Right, because I've got brunch that morning, and hopefully it won't turn out like last time I had brunch and DIY on the same day. Was it a disaster? It was the twat luck. Can you re- remind me why that what when I got drunk as shit? Oh yeah! Oh, you were like crying, <laughs> acting ashamed, <laughs> like <laughs> telling everyone why they were amazing in the back. I was like, I've never seen you like this, Bob. Like, like, it was like the reverse of a rose. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn, all we gotta do is get Fawn drunk for her to be nice mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I give you uh, Mighty Swell and wine every single time And our flapping and fawning mugs Which are available at the link in the description of this episode uh, But also on Saturday, May 27th uh, Following the DIY drag show I will be performing over at the Quest Club So if you wanna just have a full day of drag And catch Fawn at the brunch Come to DIY, I see both of us And then we'll do the Quest Club at night um, also- And by at night, that's really in the morning Yeah, it's pretty early in the morning You're right, you're right Saturday, June 3rd is the Big Gay Bus Tour with Invisible Histories Project. I will be helping um, the Invisible Histories Project by giving out, or not by giving out, by giving tours of Birmingham, where I talk about queer history along with Obscenity from Nashville. Also, on Sunday, June 4th, we are going to be hosting Pride on the Plains in Auburn, Alabama, and that I think is from noon to six? Something like that. Um, There's a huge amazing lineup they've got some great headliners including mistress isabel brooks yes twat wyland the local king here is a headliner there's a lot of really great ones for mm-hmm. this karis like, is one right yeah, she's performing she's performing Ms. okay Cap. i'm just so excited to see um the whole thing you yeah. know i've never hosted a pride before Same. and i'm gonna just have my hot feet propped up and have the blood flowing in a it, different direction it's literally the one of those things the first time I ever went to Pride, I was like, that would be really cool to host. I was like, I don't think I'll ever <laughs> be able to host a Pride. You're more of a traveler. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> like a true bottom, I can't host. 
Um, <laughs> I think you can host a culture in your ass. Well. Oh, sorry, that went really fun. <laughs> <laughs> also, on the second Wednesday of every month, we host Drag Bingo over at Highwire Brewing. So if you can catch our next one on Wednesday, June 14th at 7.30 p.m. Also, uh, if you want to hear your very own words from our mouth holes to your ear holes, you can write a a review for our podcast. That really helps us promote our podcast over on Apple Podcasts, as well as giving us a five-star review on Spotify, sharing with a friend, writing a review on Facebook. If you write one of those, uh, we will read it right here live on the podcast as long as it has five stars. Yes. Well, Thawne, why don't we take a break and get into it with our guest? Sounds like a plan. Do you bet not? <laughs> uh, I should have roasted Stan, honestly. <laughs> and we are back, and we have our very special guest with us. Please welcome Crossing Streams with us today, Thomas A. Edison. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need a little more excitement than that. <laughs> Thomas, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm walking on sunshine and heels this morning. Oh, as always. <laughs> well, Thomas, <laughs> why don't you just start by telling us your pronouns and uh, a little bit about your drag? Um, pronouns, um, usually he, him in drag. Um, I generally respond to she, they in outside of drag it's whatever uh, um and then my drag i do drag king stuff and um it's a little bit of everything but um i kind of lean toward sacrilegious and funny kind of costume <laughs> characters and things like that so i have like a darkwing duck and i do horror kind of things and i just did a rumple stiltskin kind of like campy horror act yes like two days ago (laughs) so yeah and kind of like just concept i just i feel like you know you and i have gotten to work together twice so once Mm -hmm. a very long time ago for flapjack's flavor of the month when you crossed the streams with me there and Mm -hmm. uh we got to talk a little bit a little bit about your burlesque experience but and i then saw you at the diy drag show um for twat luck and i have just always been so impressed with how thorough you are with your inner uh with your productions er, or shows um and i think that Mm -hmm. probably has a lot to do with your burlesque background right um, I think so, um, because with the burlesque, I, I started doing burlesque in 2018, summer of 2018, and with that, I'm always trying to tell a story. Yeah. Um, with the with the peeling, and so I always had to plan out like when the music hits here, this is where I want to take this off, and that kind of thing. But also trying to keep that story running through it, and I think that I bring that into my drag a lot um and i'm not usually taking things off in the drag but it's still i'm like i have to hit this story beat here (laughs) this year (laughs) i think that's Um, definitely something that translates really clearly to your drag because i've seen you also twice worked with you twice once at the twat luck where i got very very Mm -hmm. drunk that night um (laughs) and then it it was adorable don't worry (laughs) (laughs) and then we also worked together at the wussy event for dolly and milk oh where you did the count yeah we both had tip spots there yes and you were the count and that number Mm -hmm. 
Like you do such great campy numbers. Yeah. That are just so well thought out. And they do tell a story. Like I would love to see that number again. Personally. When are you going to be on camp on a Kiki? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Flapjack actually mentioned that to me a while back too. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I guess I should audition or something. Oh my god, you would slay Camp yeah. One Kiki. I, I yeah. Oh my god, I love it so much. Like what your Guy Fieri number at Twatluck killed me. Like you took us to Flavortown and back, and then brought us right back to Flavortown again. It was everything. <laughs> And, like, I could totally see the burlesque in it, too, because, you know, like, you started in the chef's hat and the chef's uh, 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 ap- or apron, coat. Was it a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, then, like, a chef coat. Yes. And then, like, revealing to, like, the classic, like, top. Uh, it was so good. He's like an onion. He's got layers. <laughs> <laughs> so many layers. Um, I'm actually doing Guy Fieri again um, for the LMEO show. The Wussy Mag is doing in August. Yeah, you know, the drag clown. So that's going to be a a funny show. We almost got my partner and I almost got tickets for that, but they sold. I think they they sold out already, didn't they? I think general admission's still available. Maybe it did sell out. Oh, it I could know. Be general. I know, like the meet and greets did. They're well, already sold. I prefer to be VIP. <laughs> oh, okay. Fun <laughs> is the diva. Uh, <laughs> so wait, hold I on. mean, if you get to spend time with me, then that's already VIP. So, ah, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> How does okay? So the wussy shows. I've never been to one, and honestly, I didn't even know who wussy was until like a couple months ago. Honestly, because you know mm-hmm. Stonewall is Do, who? Who is Stonewall? No, wussy. Like so, can, can, can you tell our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> who may not be familiar with what wussy is, who wussy is, whomst, why wussy is. Because um, I, I know they're always putting on these amazing shows in Atlanta, but really that's about all I know. Well, they're also a magazine. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, a queer magazine. Oh! Yeah. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah, so they have a, a their queer-focused uh, magazine and production company, and they bring in a lot of the... RuPaul girls and put on big events and then they also have like a weekly drag brunch going on right now at the Atlanta Comedy Underground. So they do different themes and bring in different people and um, like the big shows, they usually have a brunch the next morning at City Winery and stuff. Um, So it's real cool. Basically like anybody that I know in Atlanta has worked with Woodsy at some point. They're mm-hmm. great. They Wussy books a lot of the Atlanta entertainment, at least all the entertainment that I know of. Yeah. And like there's also been people that I had, did not know before going to a Wussy event and seeing them in a Wussy show. And I'm like, okay, now I'm obsessed with this person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems like they, they book like really talented artists like across yeah. the board. You know, I mean, you have your, your drag race girls, but then also every single person I've ever seen like in at least in photos from one of their shows, it's like... Mm-hmm. They're they're really talented visual artists, or they just like really know what they're doing. So. Yeah, and like most of the ones that I've been to recently, Ella, Soros, Rex, and Drew Friday have been hosting together, and mm-hmm. they are such a great duo hosting. I wish I could say the oh, same yeah. about us. <laughs> no, you guys are funny. Too. Oh, thanks. Which I mean, <laughs> Ella also has podcast experience. She's got the Good Judy podcast. <gasps> yeah. Oh wait, I've listened to that. Oh my god, I'm learning so much. I'm making so yeah. many connections right now. <laughs> Which 
Uh, Good Judy Podcast is also a part of the Wessie Productions because they have a whole podcast network. Really? Yep. Yeah, they do a lot. That's interesting to know. Uh, well, enough about <laughs> Wessie. I want to know about this bussy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, how, yes. how's your dating life right now? Well, I'm married. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> 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 what does your partner think of your you doing drag um so i started doing drag a couple like two years ago now um well during the pandemic so i don't know i've lost track of time but um at first he was a little bit hesitant about it um but it's it's really grown on him and he's seen that it's like a extension of the burlesque and performance yeah. that I already do. And so it's really funny. Like sometimes he'll come to me and he'll be like, so I had this idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I lo- um, you better be careful. Cause he might start doing it himself. I know that's what's happened to Fawn and I. Oh, I, I doubt it. Like <laughs> we, we've been trying to get him to do burlesque for like three years now and <laughs> he he emcees shows sometimes which is great yeah um thomas so said he, he could he, never <laughs> well i mean he could though because <laughs> <laughs> um when we got back from the pandemic there was a, a show that had like a little game and every, the people competing in the intermission game had to do a glove peel and I was like, you have watched so much bro. <laughs> after watching him do these glove peels, like putting the fingers in his in his mouth and pulling it off his teeth, and he like spanked himself with his glove. Yes. Like, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, what does the yeah. A stand for in Thomas A. Edison? Oh my God, people ask me this all the time. Um, it's kind of like um. At this point, it's kind of like a, a Harry S. Truman sort of situation <laughs> where it doesn't really stand for anything, but it could stand for a lot of things. Um, a stands like for anything. A, yeah, it could be anything. Um, <laughs> uh, Fauna Fables told me that I could unofficially be part of her drag family. So I'm like, oh, okay, so the A stands for fables. Uh. <laughs> but but um, also my my actual name starts with an A, and um, sometimes it's anarchy. Um, it could be pretty much anything, but originally it sometimes was... Sometimes it might just be as simple as ass, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there is a lot of ass over here. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so it was originally Arthur because I couldn't decide between Thomas and Arthur because I was kind of going for this like sacrilegious kind of situation. I was thinking of Arthur Dinsdale from The Scarlet Ladder. And so, so a lot of times I'll put the A in red, like when I'm making my own show posters. Oh, that's cute. So it's kind of like a scarlet letter in the middle of my name. That's oh, I, I like love that. that. The only Dimsdale I know though is Doug Dimsdale of Dimsdale Dimadome. <laughs> <laughs> so with the bills and everything that are going on in the country right now, are, are oh what God. are things like in Georgia? Like, 
Is that, are y'all being impacted over there? Uh, not yet. I feel like it's only a matter of time before they start really trying to pass stuff hardcore like they're doing in Tennessee and um, Florida and yeah. stuff like that. Um, there was a drag show in Fulton, not Fulton County, uh, Forsyth County, I mean Fulton, um, which is a little bit north of Atlanta. And they were having a family-friendly show there. A couple of my friends were going to be in it. And they had to cancel it after the county had, like, a whole big meeting about it. Oh. And protesters were showing up and complaining about it. Somebody made a really hateful Facebook group um, to expose the performers who were in it. And they were going back through people's Twitters, like, 15 years to wow. find like bad posts that they'd made and like this isn't child friendly blah 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 and i guess the, the city was going to let them do it but they were going to hold the performers liable if there was any property damage and they also were going to have to hire security and at that point like it they weren't going to make any money yeah right <laughs> And it was going to be a big hassle Ugh. and scary and protesters were going to show up. So it's so they just ridiculous. had to cancel the show. Right. Like, I, you know, I don't know if you saw, but there was an article written about the family friendly show that we are about to head over to do. And I did see that they, they pulled like the photo, like my photos that are clearly more adult themed photos. Yeah. Out, and it, it was just totally taken out of context, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know. My, my belief on it is that I am, I may, I'm an adult entertainer, but when I do these family-friendly shows, I'm going to make family-friendly performances, and what I post online is not my responsibility to monitor your child's internet usage. That's the parents' responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Great no, if, if it's a family-friendly show, then you do family-family content. It's like people are versatile. Exactly. They, they can change what they're doing. Like all these like adult performers and stuff who do kind of – more adult centric things like there's been people on sesame street <laughs> exactly fair um it's just people don't really want to like they don't want to give the benefit of the doubt and they don't want to even like think oh they will do the right thing they just want a reason to like spread hate right is it, all it is at this point and it doesn't i mean oh, yeah. the pictures they pulled of idol who was also in that i mean he's like in a suit <laughs> you know right. it's like i know what, what's I, the issue I, saw that. I was like this is so tame like <laughs> i wonder if it was because it was like the loki thing and they were like this is demonic. oh it's the devil yeah i don't know uh, i wonder if they misinterpreted loki for the devil I looked up that the author of that journal article anyway, and he was—he's not very talented. Like he—he's—he's he's, uh, <laughs> never written anything that was like of any sort of academic stature. Like he, I don't know, it's like they just hired him off the street. Um, yeah. But anyways, enough about all that. Well, Thomas, <laughs> is there anything that you want to plug, or anything we would be remiss if we didn't talk to you about today? Um, I actually am nominated for two. Peachy Awards. Oh, congrats! Won by um, Wussy Mag. I'm nominated for Best Burlesque Performer under Batsy Sinclair, which is my burlesque name. Yeah, oh. and and also Best Club Kid as Edison, which is funny because that wasn't even something that I was like going for, but I guess people <laughs> nominated me for it. Oh, and, I love that. Um, it's like. 
people who have a lot of like high concepts and fashion and show up and show out and i'm like oh hell yeah okay i'll take that <laughs> that's amazing that's so, incredible do, do people vote for this or how, how does the award uh celebration or the award process work um so on the wussy mag website there's a, a voting form and people go and vote and you can use as many email addresses as you have <laughs> and, work. Um, that goes through June 5th, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, perfect. This is perfect timing then. Oh my God. I know. Right. And then they do a little award ceremony slash show at city winery. Oh, that is awesome. Just uh, make sure you send over those links um, to, to us and we will put them in the description of this episode. So all of our listeners oh, cool. can go and vote for Thomas A. Edison for best club kid and for, Hell yeah. well, tell us your, Betsy Sinclair, Sinclair for yeah. best, burlesque best burlesque performer. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yes. Well, it is now time for that faithful time of the week. Yes, that's oh, right. Boy. Our flops <laughs> of, the, of week. the week. This is our chance to go on a 60-second uninterrupted rant about something that deserves to be flopped in this world. And, uh, baby, I think we are ready for these flops. Absolutely. Fawn, do you want to go first? <laughs> sure. All right. I'm going to give you this timer and count down. So you better be ready in three, two, one. My flop of the week is kind of piggybacking off of flaps from last week. It is fast food restaurants who say that they are open for breakfast, but are not actually open for breakfast. I True. had to drive through four different drive throughs this morning <laughs> trying to get breakfast and not a single <laughs> one of them was open. It's chocolate. Like, I'm hungry. I need food. I've got a show to do after this. I, like, can't just be raw dog in the day with no food in my stomach. <laughs> Disgusting! Like, what am I supposed to do? I need food. I, like... 20 seconds. I'm so used to having my breakfast every day. Breakfast is the most important part of the day. Like, most important meal of the day. And I do not <laughs> fucking miss it. And right now, in front of my salad? Right. Right in front of my fucking salad. <laughs> I would take a salad for breakfast at this Five point. Five seconds. It's better than none... Like, literally not anything being open. McDonald's, Taco Bell, Wendy's, Burger King. None of it was open. <laughs> and that's why... Restaurants who are not actually open for breakfast are Fawn's flop of the week. <laughs> that I is so I love you one Taco Bell for breakfast. <laughs> I love Taco Bell's breakfast. I actually though. really like it too. The breakfast crunch wrap. <laughs> what, Tom, Thomas, what you got against Taco Bell? Uh, my intestine. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I just love the breakfast crunch wrap with the like hash brown in it. It's so good. I don't remember what I had, but I had it once at a conference and it literally kept me full all day. Like we didn't have lunch until like Taco three. Bell keeping you full. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, it, it helped. I had a plug in. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so it couldn't go anywhere. But because uh, <laughs> if you stay plugged, you don't have to eat. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel your pain, Fawn. And this morning I haven't had breakfast yet either, and I probably just won't. No, I should eat something. I'm starving. Um, I'm gonna be probably driving through the same four drive-throughs again on the way to the theater, the, and they still ain't open. We'll see. Yeah, all of them. No, literally, I went to Wendy's, and 
they because I went to McDonald's, they were open. However, they had a seventeen car lot long line. Oh my god, that's insane! Ew. And I was just like, I'm not waiting in that. So I was no. like, there's other places open. I'll go to them. No, they weren't open. Do y'all have like a go to <laughs> fast food restaurant for after a show? Cookout. Oh, cookout's yours. Um, I don't because I have a lot of dietary restrictions. Oh, <laughs> so okay. I usually don't do fast food in general. Gotcha. I haven't eaten in McDonald's in like eight years. What do you do oh. after a show? Do you eat anything? Sleep. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That like it's part of my ritual, you know. In the same way that I, I shave my eyebrows before sure. I do makeup, I always have to eat <laughs> some fast food on the way home from like Arby's. Oh, that Arby's is my girl. I don't always eat after a show. You don't. But what I do, it's cookout usually. Mm. But I will go out of my way to go to the not downtown cookout. Oh really? It takes two fucking. Yeah, long. that's what I was thinking. I will like, go but- all the way to Lakeshore, where they've got the double line, <laughs> <laughs> and things are moving. <laughs> Things do stay moving. <laughs> All right. It's time for my flop of the week. You ready? Fawn, will you count me down? Three, two, one, go. My flop of the week is what the fuck are we doing with like our different payment methods? Are we tapping? Are we swiping? Are we inserting the chip? Am I, do I have to use Apple pay on my phone? What's going on? And I, why is this so complicated? You know, I, they, they first, they tell me I have to tap. And so I try to tap. I say, Oh, I'll tap that. And it doesn't work. It doesn't Excuse tap me back. Me, bitch. Yes. It, and I can't pay for my McDonald's when that happens. So then I have to insert the chip. I just want us to decide on what we're doing so I can look like, less of an idiot i get really annoyed when i'm in the line and people are taking forever and i'm like get out of the line but for me it's like i want to be efficient you know i'm i'm prepared i'm an intelligent individual i should be able to operate a machine where i just have to stick a card in cue the sniper exactly whoever (laughs) invented it done you're done you're on my shit list forever so uh, i always end up having to swipe it and now in this day and age i feel like i am in like stonehenge because i'm having to swipe my freaking card when the rest of them don't work so that's why why can't we decide what kind of payment method we're using is my flop of the week (laughs) do y'all feel that way um i only feel that way whenever places don't take apple pay Oh, you're one of those? I love Apple Pay. If I don't have to get my card out, that is one less thing I have to do. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. It means I can be quicker because I'm already going to have my phone in my hand. So all I got to do is double click my lock thing and then hold it over and I'm good to go. Like, why doesn't Walmart take Apple Pay? I don't know. They need to jump on that. That would be smart if they did. Everywhere else does. Like all these mainstream and even non-mainstream places will take Apple Pay. And then I'll run across a few that are like, no. Yeah. And usually Walmart's pretty good about finding a way to take your money. Um, Oh, yeah. Thomas, like, have you experienced this at all? Um, I'm pretty not in a hurry generally oh (laughs) (laughs) i'm the one holding up the line (laughs) you're the one (laughs) i knew it i'm like big i'm like digging through my stuff trying to find my card hold on a second (laughs) and then you just wasn't prepared (laughs) then you decide you're just gonna pay with cash and you're gonna pull out exact change oh Oh, i've done that too yeah i mean i don't i don't mind that that as much but like (laughs) 
when people are like slowly counting, they're like one, two, three. I'm like, it's forty four dollars. Like, Look. come on, <laughs> let's speed this process up a little bit. At least we rarely encounter people trying to pay with checks anymore. Oh yeah, true, true. That was obnoxious. Uh, yeah, let me let me hold. Let me stop everyone's life so that I can write this letter. Uh, Especially when the cashier was required to check the ID too. Oh uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> like because. Uh, somebody that worked retail, we were supposed to check the ID and everything. And it's yeah. just like, it's so much work taking a check. And it's also like a harder system to kind of like put it in. It's like yeah. trickier. And it's just like, we know why you're writing a check. It's because you know you don't have the money for it. And you're wanting that check to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has a debit card these days. You can use a debit card. You're right. Right. Speaking of which, I think it's time for us to bounce over to Thomas for his flop of the week. Thomas, are you ready? I hope so. All right. (laughs) We will count you down in three, two, one. Okay. So my flop of the week is trying to find fucking pants that, oh, wait, can I swear on this? Of course you can. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure. So my flop of the week is trying to find some fucking pants that fit my (laughs) ass. Like the A standard for ass. Totally true. Because I, I go into these stores, especially trying to find like men's clothes and men's clothes are so boring to begin with. Um, but I can't buy, I can't buy men's um, pants at all. And so like, I was, I was trying to get uh, like a cheap, cheap ass suit, like my David pumpkin suit. And I had to get like a medium sized jacket and a two X in the pants and (laughs) shove them back in the bags. And I had a coupon at spirit Halloween. And I was like, I'm not ordering this off of Amazon. I need to make sure this will fit my ass. 10 seconds. So um, it's just the most frustrating thing in the world, like trying to buy things off the rack. Amen. And that is why (laughs) pants that won't fit his ass is Thomas's flop of the week. That was iconic. I loved that. No, but that is so true. I was like growing up, I always had like a like short little legs, but like a long torso. And mm-hmm. I feel like I, it's always it's still kind of the same. It's so hard for me to shop for pants. In fact, I've avoided buying a pair of jeans for the last two years because I just don't want to deal with it. You know, look, yeah. I'm six. I have, I have one pair. <laughs> I'm six, four with barely any ass. And mm-hmm. I'm finding things that do not look overly baggy but are also long enough so it doesn't look like I've been out in a hurricane and I'm flooding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That takes me back to saliva's read of you. That was like, it's just a, it's just goes to show that when you're tall, you can wear anything and you will wear anything. Was that saliva or was that angel? (laughs) I think it was saliva. Maybe I'm getting them mixed up. Who knows? Ah, who knows? I love saliva though. (laughs) Same. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you for having me. Uh, where can our listeners find you on social media? Um, on Instagram, I'm at Thomas A. Edison. Edison spelled E-D-D-Y-S-O-N. Um, and that's pretty much it for my socials, unless you are friends with me on Facebook. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I will make sure that we include that Instagram in the episode description so our listeners can find it pretty easily. 
All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Thomas. Let's take a break. Thank you. Fawn, I'm realizing that we missed a big thing in our opening segment that happened this week. Please, like that's big. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, drag me to the Capitol. Yeah. I was not able to go. Unfortunately, I had something come up and I just could not get out of it. But you got to go, right? Yes. How was it? It was good. It was very hot, but very good. Mm. Um, I wasn't, it was, there's some places that were sometimes hard to hear the speakers on the megaphones but like there was so many people there like so grateful for everybody that showed up some people showed up in drag looking gorgeous others showed up in drag looking like how they always do and then some people like me decided not to show up in drag but (laughs) still be gorgeous (laughs) um but it was great just seeing the community rally together yeah um there was very few protesters and by very Good. few, I mean there was three, and two of them were the Rusks with their Sharon Cox merch. God, they're so busy. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Oh Sharon yes, Cox I do. I, you, I have to tell you, the first time I saw that, I was very upset. Like, I don't know. I I don't like. I, I, I don't know. All of this, just, it makes me so sad. You know, like the, I just honestly, I ignore them because I know fighting with them is what they want. Right. And attacking them is what they want because that's us giving them Attention. proving, yeah, and like proving giving them, them right. the like narrative to prove that they're correct about us. Mm-hmm. So I ignore it because they're not worth my time, energy, or stress. I guess the thing that scares me is you know, I just know that we live in a world of gun violence, and I, really, I have yeah, no idea. and. Eh, <laughs> I don't think that those particular people, like they are like the t- type of protesters who are looking for a reason to file a lawsuit, you know, yeah. and they're probably just trying to make money or something. But like, I think that they can get people activated in a way that makes them think that, Oh, I'm going to do the right thing by going and like harming yeah. the, these drag entertainers. And you know, I, I think that it, that is where my brain usually goes to. And that's what scares me about it. And like, I'm glad that we are having our, we're still holding strong and having our family friendly show. I think that's really important. But, um, I did ask also for us to have like a security plan in place, which we do, um, in the case that we do have people show up who are against it. Um, and as far as like the bills and everything, we do not have a verdict on the bills. Those were supposed to be voted on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, however, that got postponed to, I think next week, right? Is this our early episode of the week? This is, yeah, this is the Monday. So this was, by the time this comes out, it was not, still not have been voted on. It is supposed to be voted on Wednesday of this week. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You still have time to contact your legislators and do it, please. Cause this is life or death for some people and that's not mm-hmm. an exaggeration like with a lot of this transphobic shit like there's really a reason people right and it's it can embolden people to do harmful things but also it's bad for mental health and can lead to people like committing suicide like these are legit things right this is life or death for some people and I know some people say like, oh, well, if, if it's so bad where they are, why don't they just move? And a lot of people don't have the access to do that kind of a thing. Yeah, that's kind so, of um, privilege. 
yeah thinking mm-hmm. absolutely um but speaking of talking to legislators i know that wamona got to speak with her representative when she was at the capitol um so I'm, I'm glad that she got to have that interaction and like kind of tell her story tell her partner's story yeah um and i think that the like getting like contacting your senators or contacting your representatives it really does make a difference um because they're even if you only talk to an intern, you know, they're going to be tallying like, okay, we had this many people who said that they are in favor. We had this many people say that they're not in, not in support. Um, also like while they do have their own personal beliefs, they also still do want to make sure they're getting voted back in. Mm -hmm. And like they're there to do what the majority wants generally, not always, but in a perfect world, that's how it works. Yeah. So, I mean, we gotta we gotta try what we can on all right. fronts to keep these bills from becoming law, um, like they have in Florida recently. Um, but anyways, I think we are gonna move on to something that is a bit of a happier subject. Did you watch All Stars episode three last night? I did. And what are we thinking of All Stars eight so far? It's the Jimbo show. You think? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why I do you mean, say like, that? Just because Jimbo's just done really well so far. Yeah. I'm kind of bored of candy. Mm, I feel. Um, I'm bored of... Let me rephrase that. I'm enjoying candy. I'm bored of candy's runways. I feel like... It, it's, it's literally just her runways that I'm bored of. The thing that I'm I'm finding difficult about candy is I, I feel like everyone else has had some sort of evolution. Like even Jimbo from UK versus the world to now, I feel that you see... An evolution but with candy i feel like she's pretty much the same entertainer that she was she's got more sculpted season. hair yeah she just got more sculpted hair so i i think that that's what i'm kind of having a hard time with um i've really enjoyed heidi this season i thought that she deserved to be in the top at least for um this episode if not the winner i really loved all of her runways like the milk the strawberry like i've never seen like a strawberry uh, or like that kind of a shape on an outfit. I loved, I loved it. That. However, like I love those kind of pants. I love a big poofy pant. We know that I love a poofy pant. A poofy pant. <laughs> um, however, with the strawberry thing, I I kind of wish that it had a something to match the top match it on top because of how big it was on bottom. The proportions look hmm. made it look a little off kilter with the top, which I know a strawberry doesn't, but you could have done something like leaves or something from the strawberry or vine. Fair. Just to match it because it just, I don't know. I just, I feel like that would have taken it to a level of camp that's beyond Heidi's style, I, I think. I so. Think it, could have still worked for Heidi. Maybe I'm. I'm kind of a, maybe her, what I'm imagining is like a Victoria Scone. Like I know she's done like the like a leaf hand thing. I don't know. That just I don't. I could not imagine Heidi doing. That. Oh no, not like that. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but it could have also been like maybe like a burlesque thing, like the like plumage up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, that one Cardi B Mugler look. I hear what you're saying, but I I really liked it. Um. And I I liked hers, and then Kahana had that banana look. The banana look was great. Everything. Heidi's milkman look was like one of my favorites do, of the milk category. Do you know who made it? Loris. Oh, I know. I'm friends with her on Facebook, and um, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe Loris made this. Like, it just doesn't seem like something she would do, but she's so talented. Yeah, I know Jeffrey Kelly did a lot of Heidi's stuff this season. Oh, I don't know who that is. But He's a drag designer. Work. 
He's great. I want some of his shit. <laughs> um, now, what did you think of the lip sync between Jessica Wilde and uh, uh, Raja? Um, I screamed as soon as the song came on. Same. Out. I did. I was very excited for Coconuts. <laughs> um, also, it was. I'm pretty sure those are probably just Yara's titties. Oh yeah, she just got, got them loaned. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Yara wore them two years ago. Mm-hmm. And they did her well. <laughs> yeah. Rue loved it. And so, like, why not? Why not do it again? Yeah. I, I did think that beyond the the moment where she just opened and revealed the titties and they bounced around, there w- there wasn't much that was remarkable about this lip sync, you know? It's just the titties. Yeah. It was just them tatas. Those margarita tatas. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like more could have been Kate done. Ashley. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I... It was just lacking something for me. Um, the wig was lacking something for me. Oh, yeah. That it, ugly bang. The bang? The bang was ugly. Or at least with that bang, some of the hair needed to be pulled to the front. Mm, okay. Well, I, I'm glad we got this Kim Petra song. I mean, I enjoy Coconuts My a coconut. lot. It just... Yeah, it just seemed a little strange, especially for Raja. Like, it just doesn't seem like a... I, I, I feel like they need to give Raja the songs that she had on season 11. Like, if you're going to bring her back... Br- yeah, but I think what they're doing is assigning song choices intentionally. Because, you know, they get the whole list beforehand, and they probably are like, okay, like, I'm sure for the Pangina Jimbo, they had Pangina on retainer for whenever Jimbo finally won a challenge. Yeah. And then for coconuts they probably had it all had the rights already and then saw jessica had that as a lip sync outfit and was like okay when jessica wins a challenge we're gonna we'll do this one yeah yeah i don't know it just wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea um but i mean i i enjoyed, it was entertaining yeah i enjoyed the looks and i was glad we got to see raja again um what about the bottom placements oh but before we do that oh um, did you notice how Kahana said something about the queen of all queens, not queen of all queens? Oh yes. And it, it like cut away. I did notice that. Cause it was like a voiceover later. Yeah. It was like, she is a recently crowned queen. It, it kind of sounded like they pieced it together. I think they probably did because they wouldn't have aired by the time that Raja was right. Lip sync assassin. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, it was kind of giving, um, a construction paper roll. <laughs> you know, you don't talk about diabetes. Um, you don't know that? No. Oh my God. Hold on. You have got to. Okay. They like for diabetes. Um, she had a runway where they like fully just pieced together different clips of her voice. And diabetes. It sounds- Hold me close, but not so tiny dancer. <laughs> now that is what I call a two. Listen to her voice four, here. Four. <laughs> this entire outfit is made out of recycled materials. The jacket is a thrifted jacket. The crown is a duct tape roll covered in construction paper. I'm wearing <laughs> 11 inch platform heels. Platform heels. me from 6'3 to 7'3. Well, 7'2 if you do the math correctly, but who's good at math? Uh, my eyes are. <laughs> but like icon yeah but that's kind of what this whole kind thing was giving me like she is a crown queen <laughs> um but yes i did notice that um anything else before we get to the bottoms i think that's it so darian and kasha what'd you think 
It's a really unfortunate bottom two together. It is. I've been sad about all the eliminations, honestly. I mean, not like terribly upset, but this is the one I was the most upset about. So Who far. would you have eliminated? <sighs> like, I probably would have eliminated Darian because I feel like Kasha has done better so far this season and given us more. But um, I don't know. They both pretty much have the same track record, don't they? No, Darian was in the bottom. Darian's been in the bottom. Yeah, I probably would have eliminated Darian. But Kasha did worse this week. Okay, so... And then you also need to watch Untalked. I do. I'm sorry I haven't. I know that Heidi was, like, upset about, like, favoritism, right? And, like, like disassociating, like, mid-conversation. She literally said, I'm leaving. Yeah. And I think she probably will. I'm like, girl, it's episode three. Yeah, I, I think it's a little early for that. Um, it's episode three. But... And also, once you say that out loud in front of the producers, they're never giving you a win. True, true. I just think that... Um, I don't. I don't love when people... Like, like when you get when you get into something, you like a TV show like that. You are agreeing to the format, and with All Stars, you've done this before. You know that there's going to be some kind of like favoritism, right? Yeah, like that there's going to be some kind of product. Like, and everyone, I think Drag Race, although they have their issues with like production favoritism, they're pretty good about giving everyone their moment. And yeah. I think that Heidi still has hers in store and the only way she would lose it is if she chooses to cut it short. Um, but with that also being said, it's a very intense, high pressure, high stress environment, mental health. It will definitely take a, uh, a huge toll. Um, so I hope that Heidi does what's right for her, but I don't, I don't love when people leave because what do you mean? You, you weren't, you didn't sign up for this. You already did this girl. Right. <laughs> and it's also kind of like, We've already sent three bitches home that would have killed. Yeah, for real. For just even just the chance to do one more week and you're going to. You're just, just one dip. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Also, that. would that disqualify her from the fame games? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I kind of like the fame game. I think it is a little hokey, but I really like the fact that they're getting a chance to. Oh, me too. I, I love that they're doing that. I mean. I wonder, though, if they have to film them all on one day or, like, how they go about filming the fame game. I bet they just keep them around and then they they film it. Um, I bet they film it. Ooh, I bet they film it while the they are deliberating and untucked. And, um, and they like, the lip sync assassin is getting ready. Or not the lip sync assassin, but the winner of the challenge is getting ready to lip sync. Yeah. I bet that's when they do it. Um but it, it, I mean, once they get to like a few weeks in, it's going to take a really long time to get through it all. Um, okay. Anything else about this week's episode? I think that's all. Work. Okay. So there are, were a few pop culture things that happened that I wanted to talk with you about. Um, do you prefer a fun one first or a frustrating one? Frustrating. Frustrating. We'll end on fun. Um, all right. So the LA Dodgers. So Los Angeles Dollars, that is a Dollars. Dodgers. That is a baseball team? Yeah. Basketball? Baseball. 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 So they recently announced that they're gonna continue having a Pride Night in the spirit of Unity. But they released this statement uh, earlier this week. In the spirit of unity, the Los Angeles Dodgers are proud to host our 10th annual LGBTQ plus Pride Night on June 16th. 
This event has become a meaningful tradition, highlighting not only the diversity and resilience within our fan base, but also the impactful work of extraordinary community groups. This year, as part of a full night of programming, we invited a number of groups to join us. We are now aware that our inclusion of one group in particular, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, in this year's Pride Night has been the source of some controversy. Given the strong feelings of people who have been offended by the Sisters' inclusion in our evening, and in an effort not to distract from the great benefits that we have seen over the years of Pride Night, we are deciding to remove them from this year's group of honorees. I want to know what the Duh, fuck. I want to know what the controversy is with those sisters. It's Republicans. It's like conservatives and Republicans saying that they that like it's their same drag queen hate. It, when the fact that like the sisters of perpetual indulgence are an organization that have only helped right it for for years right and I yeah. Because, like, I have never heard anything bad of the sisters, but also I didn't know if there was something bad with this chapter no. that could have happened. No. It's it's like... But, like... It is literally just more hate. Like, this is an organization that does good. And my guess is that it's because they dress... Like, a lot of them dress as nuns. And they're sisters of indulgence. Mm-hmm. But... The, these aren't freaking hate groups, y'all. Like these, these are organizations that are designed to help people, and right. they may not come in the packaging that your that your heteronormative world like expects. But the reason for that is because they had to come from underground to support our community. Right. So if you're gonna have this night of inclusion, you need to include all of us, right? <sighs> y'all means all for real. It's so far. I've just like, and then I'm seeing a huge um, resurgence of like. Uh, people who say like they only support the LGB. Have you seen that? You. I know it's it's literally the grossest thing I've ever seen. So I just like I just block all those fucking people. Like I I, I can't deal with it. Um, how are you gonna How are you gonna attack the very people who gave you the rights that you had in the first place? You know. I only support the LBT. Mm-hmm, the BLT. <sighs> okay. Anything else about the LA Dodgers or? feel like we should talk about it i don't think so okay well on to something equally controversial <laughs> melissa mccarthy's makeup in <laughs> for ursula um this week disney released a video of melissa getting into her <laughs> let's be like halfway there we go getting into her face for ursula and this is from a professional <laughs> makeup artist um, professional and air quote. Yeah, exactly. Now I start getting really subtle. And the <laughs> like, the moment I knew that things were going wrong was uh, 20, 12 seconds into this video. You, they, he does her eyebrows and says, "Now I'm going to start going subtle." But the eyebrows are I think literally that was supposed to be a joke. I know, but they're literally so wonky. Like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? I, I can't believe I, I'm shook by this. And there's people you can draw your brows better than this. I really can. Like, I don't Why are we booking um, people who don't do drag makeup to do drag makeup? You know? Right. Uh, it just, it, it reminds me of uh, Glow Up, you know, when they had that. I literally posted <laughs> those side by side. Oh, yeah, I did too on my Twitter. And I don't know. Like, and it begins. How do you feel about her makeup overall? Like, I, I know a lot of people are upset about it, but. I think it's bad. Yeah. Okay. I feel that way too. It, it, I think it's bad. Even after the CGI fixes that they do, 
I think it's bad. Right. And people are saying like, oh, well, it's just a lot of green because it's like a green, it's green screened in makeup. But I don't think that's the issue. Like the issue is there's just such a lack of detail. It's just like slapped on eyeshadow. And it's just like, and if they're going to green screen everything in, that's like, if they're going to CGI shit, fine. But why are we starting with such a bad base? Yeah. Also, they chose to share this video as right. a as like a, the big makeup transformation and this is what they went with. Right. It's so uneven. It's such bad marketing. <laughs> yeah, I oh, it kills me. Uh, it is such bad marketing. It, truly, it really is. Now, from what I hear Melissa McCarthy really slays and the little mermaid and I hope she does. The real, you know what the real problem with this movie is? The makeup flounder yeah have you seen flounder i've i've i don't like the live actions with animals because the animals just look way too real have you seen flounder i think so um yeah i don't know i i feel like that's why lion king didn't have the same feel that it did when you when you when you watch it because like seeing animals talk is just so odd um yeah flounder looks a little strange I don't know. I think Sebastian looks worse, though, don't you? I don't know if I've seen Sebastian. So it, it, it's I don't know. It's just, it's really strange to oh, me. Oh, <laughs> like is that? Yeah, because it, it's it's hard to find that right balance between like an animal and keeping it cute <laughs> in I the way they do with like an animation more than I can get behind Flounder. Okay, okay. I but there like I saw a clip of the um, under the sea where he like grabs onto a fish and is like carried around and I'm like oh my god that looks like it hurts like because <laughs> yeah. he like pinches onto the fish <laughs> but I don't know um, so yeah Melissa McCarthy uh, is my second flop of the week well we have come to the end of our episode do you have a fawn of the week that you would like to share my. On of do you want me to go yeah <laughs> my fun of the week is everyone who came out and supported rest in peace angel face and everyone who was in it, it like i think all of us it was one of our first or second times doing like a stand-up thing like a stand-up gig ever yeah and i thought it was really really good especially knowing that um like it was just so everybody fun. got laughs everyone got laughs it was a positive environment i feel like everyone understood like what they what what they were getting themselves into like i know drag entertainers often have big egos so like it's easy to get offended at something like that but everyone just like played it really cool and had a great time um and it made it a really wonderful night and nice send off for angel so that is my fawn of the week my fawn of the week is just everybody that came out and supported because it was just such a good environment um and also like rather than interacting with the rusks there were people that would have signs and umbrellas and would stand in front of them so like people wouldn't see there was a lady that would like stand next to them while they were on their little loudspeaker the rusks and she'd just be over there with a whistle (laughs) i love it i felt like i was at the quest you know what i'm talking about i do i do um yes I, i i remember those days um Oh well, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to get on the tangent of the rusks again. But yes, huge fun of the week to those folks and anyone who like 
tunes out the, it helps us tune out those, um, protesters. Well, thanks everyone again for listening to flapping and fawning. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at flap and fawn pod oh and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch you can also connect with us via gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com see you next time bye Ta-ta.